Welcome back to People Analytics. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton. Today I have with me Colin Gale, who is the Director of Human Resources at Say Yes to Education. Welcome, Colin. Hello. How are you, Lindsay? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're here. And we have a lot to talk about today, don't we? We do. (laughs) So let's just jump into it. I know that you are passionate about making people feel safe in the workplace. So tell me what that means to you. Sure. So um, at uh, Say Yes Buffalo, um, you know, we we really believe in self-care. So we embed self-care in everything that we do. Um, so uh, including our supervision. So we've created uh, policies and procedures that have helped to set up success for our full team. Um, and as part of embedding self-care in everything we do, including supervision, if we've noted a slip in a performance, we're not quick to sort of penalize someone or assume that someone one is being lazy, you know, we generally will think, okay, there's something going on. Um, and, you know, we will we'll make sure that, you know, we can provide our team with any support that they need. Um, we have a uh, an employee assistance program that we use. So we often offer uh, EAP services. Um, and we even offer uh, individuals if they need to come and talk to me as the head of HR, um, just about maybe something that's going on, um, or maybe just not feeling as engaged in their work, um, they can do that as well. Um, Something else uh, regarding feeling safe, um, we uh, Say Yes Buffalo is located on Jefferson Avenue in the city of Buffalo, and about uh, and about uh, a, uh, now about 15, 16 months ago, um, there was a uh, mass shooting at a Tops uh, market. Um, just uh, located up the street from us, two blocks away, and this was and this was a racially motivated uh, shooting, um, and uh, and fourteen uh, we had fourteen people were shot, ten people lost their lives, um, and it was really uh, you know and it was traumatic for our team, yeah. um, and we were actually moving into our new building, um, mm-hmm. uh, at you know about a, a less than a week after the shooting. And so we have created, so even just for, um, for physical safety, we created security procedures. Uh, We also really encourage our team to give us feedback. So if there's something going on related to, you know, feeling safe in the workplace or something's going on, we ask them to let us know and we will do everything in our power to ensure that people are indeed feeling safe. Uh, And that really goes back to that importance of having uh, open dialogue and listening to your team. Wow, I'm so sorry you had to go through that experience and lead, you know, a team in such a a tragedy. Um, So, you know, leading, it's challenging in those kinds of situations because, like you said, self-care, you have to recognize that you need self-care while you're leading too. So how did you also prioritize yourself? How did other leaders prioritize themselves while they're taking care of the employees who are equally as traumatized. Uh, well, I, I'll speak for myself. Um, you, um, I think for generally what I did, um, because we were because we hadn't um, moved yet, we were it was we were in between sort of locations. So we had left our former location, and we had about 
three weeks before we were moving into our current location. So we were all working remotely. So we okay. couldn't even all be together. Um, and I know that because I was remote, I I was not, uh, I you know, I live about 15, 20 minutes away from, from our offices. Mm-hmm. And so I just had that physical sort of being away, uh, which was actually helpful for me to be able to process. Um, also, our CEO was really fantastic and really great with checking in. So he did check-ins on all of us, uh, all of us mm-hmm. senior managers. And there's like, 13, 14 of us. Um, And so he was doing check-ins on us. Um, And then also just really relying on each other. We all were checking in with each other, just making sure that, you know, we were, we were okay. Um, And just making, you know, for myself, just making self-care a priority. I'm, I'm you know, I, I got, I, I, I run. So that's another thing. So I was just doing sort of a lot of physical activity and yeah. things like that. So that was really sort of helpful. And that's just generally what I do in gen, in terms of how I'm able to sort of stick with the self-care. I'm a big uh, physical activity. I start my day with a workout every day. And, uh, and, you know, a lot of times it's like a, a five mile run or something. And that yeah. helps me to clear my, clear my head. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about self-care because it has become a buzzword. And I think that there are, um, you know, some things that self-care is attributed to that aren't necessarily self-care. You know, I feel like it's been, I think consumerism has taken hold of it and run with it instead of recognizing, you know, self-care is is what we need to function as human beings in our day-to-day So you mentioned running um, as one of the ways that you take care of yourself, both mentally and physically. Um, What other things in the workplace do you encourage employees to do? Um, That's a little bit more than like the bath bombs that we're we're trying to, we're sold. Right, right. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, one of the things I really try to encourage individuals to do is, first of all, take your lunch. You know, that's Mm -hmm. another thing, you know, we, you know, there's, there's, there's many of us um, uh, at our offices here um, that, you know, we're sitting at our desk eating and and working. And, you know, I definitely have been guilty of that. But generally what I try to do, even for myself, you know, what I do is, you know, if I am eating lunch, I'm generally, I might be glancing at emails, but I'm not actively responding. I might be scrolling something on my phone, you know, and just sort of like really trying to get away from the work that I'm doing. And I try to do that as a, as a practice, at least once an hour, just even if it's just a couple minutes, um, that's, that's helpful. And I, so, and I encourage, you know, our staff, you know, whether or not they're here to, you know, take actual, take a break, uh, walk away, um, you go for a walk. And we have, we have, um, about 60% of our staff are school-based. So they are, uh, their their offices are in Buffalo Public Schools mm-hmm. because they're doing a lot of support for the students of um, in Buffalo. And so, um, so, you know, I encourage, you know, those individuals, whatever, whatever you need to do in order to uh, sort of take some time away um, during your day, at least do at least take a, you know, you know, at least taking 30 minutes, you know, we just tr- try and really encourage people to do that. Um, and and I always say your self care looks different than someone else's. Um, so um, some people say you know some people's self care is to you know put on headphones and listen to music. Some people's are you know pull out a magazine or maybe read a magazine on your phone or read your book or or anything like that. And we just encourage people to do whatever feels um, comfortable for them that allows them that opportunity to uh, to to sort of uh, let their brain rest for a period of time or at least to rejuvenate it. Yeah, and I imagine being in the education sector, there's 
a necessity for self-care. Um, you know, I know it's a, a very demanding role in education. Um, and I, I think, you know, those things, those little breaks really, really give you peace <laughs> when at the times you need it most. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, you know, for, for say yes, we're such a unique organization because um, we sort of fall under a couple of different buckets. I mean, we, we work in Buffalo public school systems or our Buffalo schools, because we also work in a, in a, in a charter school as well here in Buffalo, but we, um, but we, uh, but, you know, our, our, our staff are not teachers, you know, some of them are social workers. So they are doing social work in the schools. Some are, some are uh, program facilitators. So they're facilitating programs, um, you know, or providing supports for, uh, for, for uh, school administration. So it's, so since it's not like, a, and we actually do have teachers that work for us now who, uh, who are working with our, our, our little scholars who are three-year-old uh, uh, individuals who are in Buffalo schools. And that's, a, that's one of our new program. So we have all different types of professionals in the schools. And then here at our uh, our location on Jefferson Avenue in Buffalo, you know, there's so many different people that work in this department. I mean, we have HR, we have uh, communications, you know, we, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, we have our, our CEO and our, and our CIO, our chief impact officer. So, you know, we have finance. So we have all different types of things happening at, you know, at, at multiple places. So even though we're sort of in that education, non Profit uh, lane. Th there's just a diversity of, uh, of of roles. So even sort of telling someone what to do in terms of self care, it'll look different because of just the way our work is. Yeah, and I know that you know it's naturally diverse um, at say yes, just because of what you just said. Um, it, you're pulling from all different types of areas, people of all backgrounds and skills. So let's talk a little bit about diversity and its importance to what you do and um, how it can actually improve an organization. Yes, yes, for sure. So, you know, I'm I'm proud to work for an organization where 67% uh, of our staff are women and people of color. Um, our our senior leadership team is uh, is is has sort of similar makeup as well, um, and um, and you know and even age diversity. You know we have a lot. We you know our our youngest our youngest in, uh, employee uh, is eighteen years old and uh, and an apprentice working in HR with me. Um, you know and our oldest employee is and uh, they're uh, they're uh, and they are of a different generation. But we are all we're really able to bring uh, different perspectives into this workplace, but we all are committed to the vision of our organization and our missions of our organization, really all about sort of helping to support students in Buffalo to be able to reach their full potential, whatever that looks like. And because we are all committed to that mission, it doesn't matter that we are, you know, that we're, we're different. We all are working towards that mission and we're able to be successful because we have these different perspectives and we're and but we all have that same goal and how we get there may differ but we all have that same goal and we're all going to reach it yeah so tell me a little bit about um the hr department because you mentioned you have an 18 year old apprentice there which gives you perspective i also know that someone was recently hired that also brought perspective that helped um the staff is that correct 
Yes, yes. So, I mean, we, so our HR department um, uh, is so interesting because I was an HR department of one, my first, mm-hmm. my first uh, year as a full-time uh, HR person at Say Yes. I've been at Say Yes for four years. Um, and for the first two years, I was, uh, I was, my role was split between Say Yes Buffalo and another organization that was uh, that that I was working with, and then uh, I was hired as their first full time HR director uh, in 2021, and I was Department of One for about a year, and then I was able to bring on a um, an HR specialist, and then I was able, and then we had a staff member who was um, who was our office manager. Um, but also would do agency training. So I was able to take him into my department. And so he was like half uh, office manager, half agency training. So he's half training. And so uh, so I had sort of a department of three, technically mm-hmm. it was myself and two other people. Then I was able to uh, expand. So I have, uh, I have a new HR specialist who just came on board um, uh, who has just been incredible. Um, so this was a successor to our previous HR specialist and just brought this wonderful, like great, great, uh, instincts when it comes to recruiting. So the HR specialist really spends a lot of time with recruiting talent acquisition, talent development. She's been here for a little bit less than 90 days and she's just been killing it. Like we only have two openings right now because she's been able to just fill these roles so quickly and she's just fantastic. So, um, but also in addition to, uh, to our HR specialist and our office and training manager, um, I was able to get an, an HR intern first. That was a surprise. Um, someone that I had, uh, someone I did a presentation to a class uh, at a, a local university um, like five years ago. And this person reached out to me and said, I remember when you gave your presentation, mm-hmm. I had, would you mind uh, allowing one of my students to shadow you for a day? And I said, sure, sure. You know, send him in. And he came in, he just loved say yes. He loved mm-hmm. the vibe. And he's like, oh, I would love to like stay. Like, do you have any openings? I was like, I don't, we don't have any money for anything. <laughs> but I said, are you interested in an internship? And he was like, he said, yeah, but I don't know what I have to do. I said, well, why don't you investigate that at your school? And, um, and, you know, he's in his last semester right now. And so this was during the summer. He was able to get an internship. And so he's getting a six credit internship. Um, you know, he started in the summer. He's staying with us through December. And he's just been fantastic. And you know, he's been providing a lot of support when it comes to our recruitment and our talent acquisition initiatives. He's been able to do some phone screens. He's been really able to really get into things. And then we had this uh, HR apprentice, which is really exciting because Say Yes Buffalo actually has a, a, a workplace apprenticeship program, and how it's set up is is that uh, apprentices that are right out of high school they uh, they are hired in uh, in positions in uh, multiple industries, and they are attending a school part time while working part time, and uh, it's a three year program. At the end of the three years, they will have three years of experience working in whatever field that they're doing, and they'll have some type of certificate or so degree or something like that. So it's, 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 so that's, that's what our HR apprentice has been doing. And so, and very, very insightful, uh, really, you know, really sort of like an old soul. And, uh, and he's been really helpful when it comes to just the perspective, especially when it comes to communication, which is huge because I'm communicating with all different types of generations. And I'm like, I just want to make sure that what I'm saying makes sense. And so being able to run it by our apprentice as well as our intern um, has been really, really helpful. That's awesome. So what kind of examples can you give in terms of communication? 
Well, yeah, sure. Um, I was, for example, uh, there is uh, there's a leadership development program, an award winning leadership development program. Now, you know, if 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 I if I may, um, called <laughs> Leadership One Hundred and One. I, I actually won uh, this one a uh, workplace uh, a sort of a workplace innovation type contest from SHRM, Society yeah. um, of Human Resource Management. So uh, I actually have my I have my. Uh, there here you know so yeah so yeah better work better better workplace challenge cup uh uh, member so uh, winner so uh but uh we are now and now it's time to gear up for the next cohort and so i had to send out an email to the team today just let them know applications are open you know um this, you know, this is, and this, these are the deadlines. That's what it looks like, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I was working today. I was working with our intern because he was here and I had this email. And so I'm working through it and I'm reading it. And I said, does this make sense? What do you think? And, you know, and also, and I really, really was engaging with him on that because I wanted to make sure that he, you know, that it made sense to him because he, who was, you know, in his early 20s, about to graduate from uh, college, you know, I wanted to sort of get his perspective because this is a program that's specifically for uh, people who are early in their leadership career. Mm-hmm. And so the people who probably would be around his age or a little bit, a little bit older. So I just want to make sure, does it make sense to you? And with our apprentice, uh, he helped work with me on the updates to our employee handbook, our very long, large employee handbook, and we went through it together. And I wanted him to understand sort of what the handbook said, uh, you know, what it meant. And I, and, you know, and, and also just when we were making updates, I said, okay, so this is what I'm trying to, trying to communicate. Does this make sense to you? Um, And he was like, yeah, it does. Because, you know, again, I'm thinking if an 18 year old understands what I'm saying, then, then it's going to, then it is clear, you know, and I think that that's really an 18 year old who had very little experience in the workplace. And if he's understanding what we're talking about in terms of maybe a policy or something like that, and the, the reasons behind it, then I feel that I, uh, that I have been able to be successful with communication. But, you know, I feel like those are some wonderful examples about how I've been able to incorporate uh, these, uh, these young folks, uh, uh, these young professionals uh, into, uh, into, into the work here in our HR team. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, I know that one of your passions is finding the right challenges for the people that you're working with as well. So how do you find the right challenges for, you know, an intern or apprentice when, you know, everything kind of seems like a challenge when they're new and you, they kind of want to try everything. Sure. So, I mean, I, a lot of it has to do with just um, uh, spending the time trying to connect with them. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, um, uh, you know, I've spent I, I spent numerous times having one on one conversations with each of them um, and just really sort of understanding where their interests lie. Um, you know, with our with our HR intern, uh, he's really interested in talent acquisition and recruitment. And so, you know, so for me, I said, okay, that's great. So I have him working with our HR specialists, you know, going to job fairs, um, you know, uh, sitting in on interviews and things like that and and being able to really um, really be able to answer questions, you know, when, when, when at, you know, at job fairs or career fairs, people are coming up to him and he's able to answer questions and really sort of giving him that confidence. And that all came about because I sat down and I was listening to him, talking to him, you know, I, when, when he comes in three days a week, 
I'm, you know, I, I always ask, you know, how are you doing? What's going on? How are things going with school? You know, is, you know, that type of stuff. And then it's not just me a- asking the question, I'm actually listening to responses. And then we, you know, and and so he and I worked pretty closely to get today on uh, several projects. And just, I was like, does this make sense? Do you understand this, you know, going into this? And he was like, yeah. And so, and I said, is this something that you might be interested in as you're continuing on your, your search now for your full-time uh full-time HR job. And he said, you know, maybe, you know, so we're just really trying to get to know him. And that has been able to allow me to figure out what would be the best and probably impactful experiences for him. Cause I only have a limited amount of time with him. And with our apprentice, there's a longer runway. I have three years with him. He's only been with us about 90 days. So I have quite a bit of time. But, you know, we already sat down and we talked about, um, you know, goals for him. And one of the things that he had said was that he wanted to be able to deliver a training by the end of his first year here. And I said, okay, we're going to do that. And one of the things that he and I are going to be doing is that we're participating in, um, in a in a in a in a panel discussion, uh, it's coming up in a couple of weeks. It's something that's happening here in Buffalo, and uh, we were asked to sort of do like a little panel discussion. He he and I, and so we're going to develop this together. We're going to develop it. We're going to develop you know the presentation. We're going to go through the whole thing, and I think that that'll be really helpful. But and we talked about it, and I said, you know, are you comfortable doing this? Like I didn't just say come on, let's just do this. You know, we really had those conversations and, mm-hmm. and even something as simple as taking him out for coffee, which was something that, you know, he hadn't really done a lot of, you know, he was like, I don't, he said, I never go out for coffee. And I said, well, let's go out for coffee. Let's sit down, let's talk. And so we did. And that was really great because I got to know him a little bit more on a personal level, but also really being able to learn what his, uh, what his goals were and what they were at that moment. Cause that was the other thing I said to him, you're 18 years old, <laughs> you know, it's good. I know things are going to change. You're interested in this career right now. And I'm here to support you. But if we're going through this and you're sort of like, "Mm, I don't know, we'll pivot. I'm going to do everything I can to help you be successful. And, you know, that is the most important thing when it comes to working with, you know, your team. What I would say to people, you always want to be able to be listening. You really want to be able to, you want to be open to change uh, and you would need to be able to pivot on a dime because you just never know when something's going to pop up. Yeah. I always like to tell the interns that I've worked with, you know, if you leave this internship, and you hate it, and you never want to do this again, then that's a success in my mind, because you learn what you don't want, which is just as important as learning what you do want in your career. Right, right. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about professional development, because I know it's really important for you to implement, you know, across the entire organization. So tell me about um, some of the things that you've implemented. Sure. I mean, so Leadership 101 is one of them. Um, we uh, we offer uh, uh, lots of opportunity for training. Um, I've, I've trained multiple people in the organization on supervision, uh, supervision skills, sort of best practices for supervisors. Um, we have, uh, we also, we also encourage our staff to pursue external professional development opportunities. Mm-hmm. So many staff within our organization, it depends on sort of the program or the department that you're in. Uh, you'll have some sort of um a budget line for professional development. So yeah. some, some some people are able to do more depending on sort of what you know which department they fall into. Um, but we also so so it really sort of depends. Um, but there is but there are some but programs that for example don't have a professional development line for their their staff. Um, they have they do multiple training. So a lot of times when people are doing supervision 
they may be incorporating some sort of professional development training. Um, and it'll usually happen at least once every couple of weeks. Um, professional development is really important for our team here at Say Yes. Our CEO, he, uh, he used to say, you know, uh, Say Yes is a stop on people's career path. And, you know, so, you know, just one stop on their career path. And I told him, I said, okay, now we want to sometimes be keeping people to build careers here. And as we've grown, we've been able to grow and expand. There has been opportunities for that. So I said, you know, it could be. So I said, it could be a stop on your career path, or this could be, or this role is the stop on your first career path here at Say Yes, and we're still going to keep you and help yeah. you expand. But really being able to offer people that I think has been really helpful. And the other thing that I do specifically is I have career conversations with people all the time. You know, I really encourage people, you know, sit down with me and talk, um, you know, let's talk about your career, what it is that you want to do, um, whether or not there's you, whether or not there's a pathway here at Say Yes to do it. And if not, then what we can do is we can talk about sort of, okay, well, what makes the most sense in terms of finding your next opportunity? Even if it's external, we'll help and support, you know, mm -hmm. as long as you work, you know, as long as you work hard when you're here at Say Yes, we're going to help you find your next opportunity, even if it's outside of our doors. Yeah, which I think is is so important um, in employee trust too and feel, and creating a safe space for employees because so many so many people are afraid of saying, hey, I don't know if this is right for me because they're afraid they're going to lose their job. Well, what would happen if they didn't lose their job, but they found a bridge to the next opportunity? I feel like that is a much better outcome. I, I always, you know, and it's it's really fascinating to me that these organizations that are so punitive towards their team, you know, mm -hmm. where they just, you know, they try to do things based on fear, or yeah. they, um, or they just, you know, when someone says, you know, they're looking, they might be looking for another opportunity, they get all upset, yeah. and I'm like, why? You know, I'm just like, you, you know, to me, if someone has given you a period of time and they've worked hard for you, that's a gift. You know, yeah. you know, so that was, you know, I'm I'm excited that they did the work that they did. And if we're having a conversation, a transparent conversation, and I know that they're planning to exit, then that also helps to be able to prepare right. the organization to, you know, uh, identify a successor for that person, but also to be able to make sure that their departure is pleasant so that they will recommend you know, to say yes, in this case, to their friends and family. <laughs> so I'm right. like, I don't, want you, I don't want you running out the door hating us. Mm -hmm. I want you, you know, I want you to skip out the door to your new opportunity and say, you know, Say Yes was really supportive of us um, and was supportive of me. You know, you really want to work for Say Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you don't want to burn bridges in, you know, as a corporation or organization because you don't know who's saying what. <laughs> You can't control what people are saying. That's something that you cannot control. <laughs> Right. And I, I and I and, you know, one of the things I say about, you know, Buffalo, New York. So Buffalo, you know, we're 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 a midsize city, I guess I would say that. And mm -hmm. um, they uh, but with a sort of a small town, I don't want to say small town mentality, but it's just like everybody knows somebody in Buffalo. So I would say Buffalo is like a living room. So, mm -hmm. so you know, so I'm I was in like, Grand Rapids. Never, it's the yeah. same. It is. Exactly OK. The same. OK. So, you know, I'm like, so you never know. So I said, be careful when you're talking smack about somebody because you never know. Know, they might be somebody's cousin, you know, you might run into somebody, you just don't know. So I'm always like, if you just, you know, keep keep that stuff, you know, keep that stuff at the kitchen table with your homies, uh, don't <laughs> sit out in the streets, you'll be all right. right. 
Well, Colin, this has been a great conversation. I really enjoy your insight, um, you know, surrounding creating a safe space, supporting employees and, you know, helping them grow, whether that's at the organization you're at or another organization. Um, but before I wrap up our conversation, do you have anything that you would like to add or think that I missed? Oh, I mean, I don't think you've missed anything. I think that, you know, I think that this is pretty comprehensive. But, you know, what I will add is, is that if anything, I say to my uh, fellow HR professionals out there, um, you know, you you are very valuable in your organization, in your company. Um, and if you are not feeling supported or feeling like you're being valued, look for uh, el uh, el other opportunities elsewhere because you will find sort of your HR home. And mm -hmm. I also just encourage them as they may be struggling in their roles, don't take that out on your team. Don't take that out on the employees. You know, always be there to support. You know, we HR is there to support both our employer and the employees. And there is a balance and we can do that uh, effectively, transparently, with honesty and integrity. And if you approach every interaction with empathy and kindness, you're going to be successful in whatever you do. I think those are some fantastic final thoughts. Well, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do so? Uh, so they can connect with me. Uh, so uh, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. So it is uh, Colin Gale, C-O-L-L-I-N-G-E-H-L. Just if you're going to send me a, a request, tell tell me that you saw me on this because, you know, I get stuff all the time and I'm like, well, I don't know you. I don't know if I'm going to accept. But also you can feel free to email me as well. My email address is C-G-E-H-L at sayyesbuffalo.org. Uh, feel free to reach out. Uh, and I am here. Also, just to sort of uh, do a quick plug, I am the uh, president of the local SHRM chapter here in Buffalo, uh, called the Buffalo Niagara Human Resources Association. So, um, you know, so I, so I'm, I'm here to support the HR professionals in the Buffalo Niagara region as well. Fantastic. Well, if you or anyone you know is like Colin and wants to create safe places for employees to work, email me, Lindsay at staffgeek.com. Thank you for listening to Staff Geek's People Analytics Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton, and I'm always looking to interview leaders who put people first. If you or someone you know lead with a people-first mindset, please email me at lindsay at staffgeek.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at staffgeek.com. If you want to take things a step deeper and understand your organization's true culture DNA, I encourage you to take Staff Geek's free culture assessment. Just head to staffgeek.com and click the button that says free culture assessment. Thanks again for listening.